Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to today's episode of Uncaped Heroes. We are hoping you find yourself in, in the throes of a good week and life is grand and welcome. We hope that you leave here today inspired and intrigued and with a little bit of wisdom from someone new we get to meet. My name is Stacy Johnston. I am honored to be here with you and equally as honored to sit alongside my co-host, Kathy Holland. Kath, how are you today? I am doing wonderful. I am looking forward to this conversation and to bringing another extraordinary person into the spotlight. How are you? I'm fine and equally as intrigued, always looking forward to it. You know, I feel um, humbly blessed is the best way I can think of it, to be able to get to do this with my day and my time. I sat here today in the comfort of my home and watched the weather kind of deteriorate and the wind begin to blow 30 miles an hour and all the trauma going on with the FAA and the airlines that are crashed everywhere right now, right, or the whole system. And just today, we've been to the U.K., Australia, and now we're back to Salt Lake City, Utah. And uh, how blessed I am that none of that going on out there has affected my ability to travel around the world today. How about you? Mine, too. We talk all the time about the fact that if it weren't for this podcast, we would probably not come across the same people, right, in our everyday walks of life. Amen. So, pretty cool. All right, well, let's kick the show off today. We have a gentleman joining us from Salt Lake City, Utah, Mr. Kenny Ingersoll. Welcome, Kenny. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. It's a privilege being here. Oh, you're very welcome. We're glad that you joined us. So how about you kick us off? Tell us who is Kenny Ingersoll, what do you do, how come you do that, and how can we connect with you? So, yeah, um, I, like I mentioned, I live in Salt Lake City, Utah. I'm a husband and father of a nine-year-old boy, uh, pride and joys of my life, my wife and kid, and then... Um, uh, for business, I do financial services and coaching, and I also do podcasting as well. And I I do it because I love serving others and being able to help them, you know, um, make make shifts to improve their lives and see the light at the end of their tunnel and make connections and just be able to better live their life and purpose as well. And um, so yeah, that's what I do. That's why I enjoy doing it. Awesome. And tell me, tell us a little bit about your podcast. Yeah, it's called um, Passion, Purpose, and Possibilities, and we we discuss what you're passionate about, you know, and what your purpose is, and giving yourself um, permission to explore the possibilities. You know, um, we focus more on what people do. I mean, sorry, focus more on why they do what they do versus what they do. You know, and just who gave them permission to do that, you know, and the story and journey of taking that power back and giving themselves permission to, to really explore what's out there and live their passions. Mm, I like it. I like that you came back around to that statement and you asked who gave them permission to do it and then you came back around and said when they finally give themselves permission, what a huge skill. Right, we grant permission to everybody around us to do all kinds of things, but we cut ourselves off so many times. Oh yeah, absolutely. I don't you know, grant ourselves the same permission. Yeah, please. 
we ask permission from our boss, ask permission from our bank account, ask permission from, you know, if we're flying from the the travel agencies or the flight attendants or whatever, you know, we give that permission capability to so many others instead of giving ourselves that permission. Absolutely. And it's sad that that has to be a learned skill. Right? At this point, but it does. It. So I think we're just afraid. I think the world right now is looking for permission. Everybody, can I say this? Can I be this? Can I stand with this? Can I, right? can I raise my hand for that? And they're seeking permission to make sure they don't do the wrong thing. And I think we kind of got that backwards. Right now, I, I want people to give themselves permission and be empowered to, to go forward and move forward and speak out and communicate again. Um, ah, it's time. I love that, that you said that. Kathy, where does that take you? We were just laughing the other day about, you know, the point in adulthood when you realize that you're your own boss, Mm. that you can run your household how you see fit and manage yourself how you see fit, and you can go get ice cream in the middle of the day and you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. So, you know, I the permission thing is definitely learned. But it starts when we're when we're young, right? Back to that whole conformity, asking for permission. We forget sometimes that we're our own boss. At the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, if you had a if you had someone ask you what a hero was to you. What would you say that that would be? And is there someone that you've met throughout your this journey on your podcast and through your coaching throughout life that fit that description for you? Um, for me, yeah, a hero can, you know, you can have a hero on several different planes. Um, and it's different than what we think of watching cartoons or, or whatever, you know, Batman, Superman, incredible to name a few kind of thing you know there's certainly heroes in their own right but um you know you two are heroes by having this platform to make connections and allow others to make connections and share their journey you know and and be an example of other people that might want to do a, a podcast or you know thinking about it or not quite sure how or whatever you know and then um, I've had heroes in my spiritual life. I've had heroes in my mentorship life, you know, that have kind of held my hand, so to speak, if you will, when I needed it to, to get me to the next journey, to pour belief into me and to, you know, help me over that hurdle. Um, what I thought was Mount Olympus was really a speed bump, you know, so there's heroes in there. There's, you know, um, anyone that's, holding open a door for someone or gives it their seat on the, the bus or whatever, those are heroes. So there's different um, categories of heroes or fields of heroes, if you will, in my eyes. Mm. I, I love that. I love that concept of hero. You know, just like you said, when most people hear the word hero, our first thought runs to the incredible. Superman, Batman, those heroes. And then it shifts to those wealthy, powerful people, those mega entrepreneurs, if you would call them that. 
But when we have the conversation, there's so much, there's so much humility in, in the definition of hero and who they see because it's so much more times turned out to be my mom, my dad, that the lady next door, right, my, my third grade Sunday school teacher, and it's brought the, the overwhelming aspect of hero to everydayness. I love it. I love it. I think it's a beautiful concept. I do. So, in, again, in, in these journeys that you're on, and the people that you work with, Kenny, we all got to be where we are right through our life experience and through the things we've learned. So what's something that you have learned along the way in your journey that you would like to have an opportunity to share? Well, what's one thing you think everybody ought to get to know? Um, just, I would say just start. You know, take the, back that permission and just start whatever journey or path you want to pursue. Don't wait for permission. Don't wait for, you know, this to happen or your next promotion or when you retire or kids graduate or whatever, just just start pursuing it, whatever that looks like. You know, if that's as simple as getting on Google and finding out how to learn more about it, or if that's watching a YouTube video or asking someone that's doing what you're doing, you know, just figure out a way to start and start pursuing that. And if you've already started, keep going. That's good advice right there. Um, how much do you think, and the people that you work with, and the path that you take people on to do that very thing, how much do you think fear plays into the moving forward of that, or not? Oh, fear, I think, is a a huge factor to to related to public speaking. There's some statistics like 87 percent would rather be in the casket than give the eulogy. Is a statistic I've heard, and I, I don't have the exact number, but somewhere right around there. So, you know, just having that fear of whatever, fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of the unknown, fear of success. Mm. Amen. And then, so how do you coach someone in your practice? How do you coach them through that? Working on this you know, giving, taking those small baby steps if, if needed. You know, if, if you, let's, let's say you're learning how to drive, you know, I'm not going to take someone on the Autobahn in Germany. I'm going to start them in the, in the empty parking lot. Okay, let's go 100 feet and stop. Let's make a right turn. You know, then it builds up their confidence knowing that they can make those steps and then they can start working on, um, making bigger steps and building their confidence in this area gives them confidence to start in another area of their pursuit. Okay. No, Do you a... work with just... Sorry, Kathy, please. Oh, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just was going to expand, expand asking whether he worked with companies, with groups, or individuals. It's mostly individuals. I do some some groups and stuff, but mostly individuals. Perfect. Kathy? Oh, no. I was just going back, you know, to what you were saying about not asking permission. There's a a sign when you walk into the gym where my son takes jujitsu classes, and it says, if you wait till you're ready, you'll never be ready. Mm. 
read it the first time, and I was like, hmm. And every single time I go to that gym, I look at that sign. It catches my attention every time. And, you know, it just goes right along with that, about asking permission. You can't wait until everything is right because nothing will ever be right. Right? Nothing is ever going to be perfect. Mm. So you might as well just do it. How do you feel about that, Kenny? I I agree 100%. I, I use a lot of analogies, and one that I use commonly is taking a road trip from Utah to Florida. It, it's like waiting till all the lights are green before you start. You know, oh, if, yeah. you wait until, if you wait until all the lights are green, then you're never going to start. That's so true. And, I mean, how many times have we heard the best thing you can do is help who you can where you are with what you've got? Because that's got to start where you are. Start right here, right now with what you have and grow from there. And that, that fear of stepping out, I think, is so big for so many people. So I th- I've seen it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Keep Jess. Oh, no. I was just going to say you said you use a lot of analogies. And keeping that same that same energy, if you had to use a specific one of those, as a one-liner of advice to the world, what would it be? Oh, I've never never thought of a one-liner, but um, yeah, that's a that's a good one. I I would just go back to um, what Stacy just said: start now with what you've got. Start now, don't wait. How, how difficult do you think that is for people to do? It's quite difficult. Sorry, what? And why? Um, again, you know, um, I think it's very difficult depending on how they grew up, I think, is where a lot of those um, paradigms originated and were um, reaffirmed, if you will. Um, if they grew up, you know, seeing seeing their parents and grandparents, you know, asking the boss for permission, asking bank account for permission, that's what they're going to know and learn. And then it's, it's a whole new world to them, you know, so they're scared of like, well, this is how I've done it in my family for six generations. You know, what if I, what if I mess up and make a big failure of my family line or, you know, or my kids, think I'm a big failure because I didn't do what my parents did, you know, so there's a lot of peer pressure and um, putting so much weight on what others think and other people's opinions. We put more value on those than our own, and that, I think, is one of the key things that holds so many people back or make them go so slow, you know, like uh, taking a, a race car out of out of the Indy 500 and keeping it in first gear in the slow lane. Good analogy. I agree. People are, they, they, they're afraid, you know. And being afraid is okay, right? Fear is, fear is okay, but doing it anyway is the important part. Right? Fear is, Fear is a healthy emotion, but it just gives you something to overcome, right? 
You can block your blessings faster than anybody else. Go ahead. you were saying? Sorry. I I love the quote um, that says something to the effect of, being brave does not mean you're never scared. It's doing the thing in spite of being afraid. That courage is not being, or courage is being scared to death, but saddling up anyway along those same lines. Exactly. I agree. I do. The lockout thing I heard it. book called Do It Afraid. (laughs) Who wrote an entire book called Do It Afraid? Joyce Meyer. There you go. Good one. I think I always heard that fear is courage that hadn't been prayed for yet. You know, un- underneath that fear is the, the courage to persevere through it. So I think that's our goal through fear, and it's on the courage to go through it. Come on through it. I always love that statement. I always love that statement. So, Kenny, we have so enjoyed having this conversation with you today. Can you tell our audience how they can engage with your program? Well, yeah, and again, thank you for having me on. I've loved being on. Um, the easiest way to connect with me is my website, which is ingersollenterprises.com, and that's, you'll find all my contact info, social media, email, phone number, events coming up, things like that. So. That's the quickest, simplest way to connect with me. All right. Awesome. And you operate out of Salt Lake City, and you operate virtual, correct, for anybody that wants to participate? Correct, yeah. I do virtual. I I do live if they're local and stuff, but I do virtual all across the country and even throughout the world. Very good. It's nice. I'm always impressed by how much space there is provided nowadays for people from all over the world, right? We talk to so many people from so many different countries all over the world that just have space open for people. Come get better here, come learn here, come move forward here, come let that go here. It's the coolest thing to see. They, they want us to believe that we got this big old mad twisted up world out there. There's so much beauty and so much underneath. There's so much power in the movement. We love love shining the light on that. Bringing that extraordinary out in the ordinary. Yes. Yes. So, Kenny, thank you for sharing your extraordinary with us in this everyday ordinary world that we all live in. Um, We are at that place. We're going to have to find a way to wrap up. So I'm grateful to you for your time. Good luck to you in Salt Lake City. Thank you for the people that you bless and the space that you provide and for joining us here today. Kathy, how would you, what would your closing statements be today? I would just, you know, like to leave with a challenge as usual. You know, my challenge for our audience today would be to do it afraid. You know, and you don't have to do anything big. You just start small. Great challenge. Do it anyway. I love the ones you lay out. Kenny, we'd be honored if you take the stage for us and close out our show. How would you like to leave our audience today? Yeah, um, I would 
go along with those lines, just do afraid and start now with what you got and don't quit.